0: Everybody ready? It's Thursday Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280
1: The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That is right. It is The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much. For making us a part of your day, Gordon. Hello. How are you?
2: I am really, really good. Jake. How are you today?
1: I'm great. I'm digging the sweater. Usually, I'm the sweater guy on the show. You're looking. Uh, you're looking nice. It's a little chilly outside. It's a perfect sweater. You know, I got all kinds of clothes that uh,
2: in the closet that I should probably wear. You know, because as you know, I, you probably haven't noticed. I'm a little on the casual side. I have noticed. Yes, but.
1: Uh, It's good. It's part of your charm. I I, I can go either way. Uh, We we know that. Yeah. All right. We are live today from one of our very, very favorite places, Gordon. Mm -hmm. We are at Marley's Gourmet Sliders, their brand-new location here at the district, 114th South, 3561 West, Salt Lake Valley. It's time to find out what Utah County is known about for a long time. And that's Marley's gourmet sliders, the best in the biz. Uh, Gordon, I bet you put down uh, a couple of handsome Rob sliders before uh, before we get out of here today. Uh, and you? Uh, yes, I, no. Well, actually, my plan is I'm I'm taking food home from Marley's for the for the fam after the show. Are you? Yeah. The, my my wife said I I really don't feel like cooking tonight, and I said, well, you're in luck. We're at Marley's. So. You know what I
2: said to my wife? I what? said, why don't you come on out and meet me? Nice. I mean. It is cool here. And if you haven't been here, if you haven't tried the, the items on this menu, then you're missing out. Because, you know, I just told you that I'm kind of casual in the way I Well, I, I like casual good food. Not casual bad
1: food. Casual good food. And that's what this is. Plus, they have a Zone special, which is amazing, Gordon. Uh, you mentioned the Zone. And uh, buy any slider and get an order of shoestring fries for free and their fries are so good they are scotty's of like mind with me on this i kind of like a thinner fry yeah i mean the steak steak fries are all right you know i'm not going to turn up my nose certainly (laughs) but i like more the yeah the the shoestring variety where they're nice and crispy and mm, making myself hungry uh but come on out and see us we have uh, jazz gear to give away for you 114 south 3561 west come see us marley's gourmet sliders Uh, We have a lot to do on the show today, Gordon. You haven't said anything about my hat. My Washington Expos come out on top. Dodger fans crying. Oh, they are. Crying today. They are. And (laughs) I'd like to drink their tears. (laughs) Oh,
2: stop it. One, they're not the Expos. All right? You were a Montreal Expo fan. Not a Washington National fan. In fact, you should be bitter. Why should I be bitter? Because they, they, left, uh, they left what they were when you were rooting for.
1: I know, but uh, I have family that's somewhat in the area of, uh, of our nation's capital. Uh-huh. So I thought, well, why not follow them on down? And besides, it's not like I'm a passionate baseball fan. When, when did you... I, I'm more wearing this for a front runner. Uh... <laughs> when did you get that? Uh, I've had it for a while. I think my folks went to a game there and brought me back a hat. Oh, did But they? I had to kind of dig for it today. So you didn't buy it last night? <laughs> if, if you didn't, there's some weird creases on it. I mean, it was under a bunch of stuff. But uh, I did find it. Okay. Now, I used to have an Expos hat somewhere, but I could not find that. And so I wore one. Boy, my, now my, that, would be, that would be something worth talking about. I think I still have it. It's, I think it's in my, it might be in my parents' or whatever, but I, I certainly never gave it away on purpose. You know, that old logo with the M and the E? One of the best-looking logos in all of sports, in my opinion. All right.
2: Well, anyway, it's not quite, it's not quite the match of the Milwaukee Brewers with the Mitt.
1: I like that, too. That, that, is, that is top drawer. But nonetheless, we came out with a comeback victory over the we, Los, Los Angeles Dodgers yeah. last
2: night. Yes, yeah, you did. And you talk, man, I was, I was on Twitter with my old friends... Uh, my old colleagues who uh, who were down there, and uh, there was some there was some some crime going on. I know, some crying, some complaining. Doesn't it just make you happy though?
1: <laughs> doesn't that it? That the Dodgers don't always get their way. It just and 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 Buck Johnson loses. That just adds to it. <laughs> i'm glad you could be so happy. who i think is in town right now or was yesterday oh really i think he was uh had something to do with speaking or something at the the new skin convention i could be wrong ah, about that but uh, okay. apparently buck was was here all right well i'm glad that you are happy at other people's sadness yes and i still can't believe that that you don't you don't get this no i don't i don't i never understood
2: it the fact that and and i will ask our listeners one more time is it okay that jake hates sports hate the teams that his friends love
1: yeah it's fine it's uh, and in this case it's not a
2: crime but it's just interesting to me in this case that you can't
1: root for your friends i'm a big fan of the team that won this isn't one of those cases. I, yes, I do not care for the Dodgers, and I'm uh, happy that they lost. <laughs> but uh, but, but in this case, it's my team. You're happier for your team. It's my which team. Which really isn't your team. It's your team once removed. <laughs> okay. My guys. Okay. All my right. guys were were amazing. How about that, though, with, with Kershaw? I mean, he already yeah. doesn't have a very good playoff yes. reputation, and to give up back-to-back home, home runs like that. Oh, have you seen that kind of? Now I it's going to be one of those iconic photos of him sitting on the uh on the bench in the dugout kind of head and hands kind of sh- I didn't this, see that but I did well, see another it, one of him with his head down. His it's a picture that 100% tells the whole story. Oh, wow. And you couldn't you couldn't no, that, but just looking at that guy what, and going what
2: about oh. a great
1: pitcher who struggles that way in the postseason. It, isn't it wild? It's weird. It is weird. Cuz he's so good. Kershaw is so good yeah I, I, and, and maybe not as as much now he's he might be kind of on the decline a little how bit old how old is he now uh, mr baseball do you know but i mean even during his dominant days he just would have these dreadful Who, moments
3: yeah yeah uh, 30 31 something like that. i'll go I'll, okay. I'll google i mean i, so, I know I, what
1: it is it's a lot of, a lot of innings pitch there 31 mm-hmm. 31, 31. But to have him come into that situation and and actually bail him out in what was it the seventh inning and then no no, no sixth inning and then come back for the seventh yeah. and gone yes. and really gone yeah I, I, I that
2: was <laughs> one of those things when you see it it's just like did I just really see that that just really happened it's like uh, Jack Buck I can't believe what I just saw of course that was referring to. A Dodger highlight, Kirk Gibson's home run.
1: So anyway, a little a little baseball uh, convo for you there. Feeling <laughs> wearing your fearing pretty wearing good about your, my team, wearing the Senators hat, <laughs> whatever that is. It's the Washington Expos. That's what the W is for. Yeah, okay. Uh, come on by and see us, Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Of course, uh, we're going to talk a lot of uh, NBA basketball today on the show. The Jazz have another preseason game in the books. Uh, we did oh, see. Wow. Con- what? was that? We'll talk about that, of course. Uh, Ron Callen of uh, the Oregon State Sideline Reporter will join us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And then our friend Josh Parcell from College Football Country Podcast will give us a little national perspective on college football. So we're very, very busy today, Gordon. All good. Uh, let's get to the split story of the day. Austin, back at our Carrier Studios of Vivint Smart Home Arena, if you please. Two guys. Two topics.
0: Two, two. two opinions Utah, give me two this is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network spins away from alcumbo over to green left side three, no good And the rebound, Middleton, baseball outlet to Giannis only. He could raise up high enough to grab it. He does and then lays it up and in. Donovan Mitchell, mid-range jumper on the left, right wing is good. Off a nice pin down. Donovan's hit back-to-back shots. It's 22-14. Hesitates, crosses over, falls to the ground, lost the ball. Out of the Kubo, diving over two guys in a preseason game for the basketball. Now going one-on-one on Davis. To the window, jams it in a foul of why he is the MVP and leads this team the way he does, the hardest-playing player in the Eastern Conference.
1: All right, Gordon, the, the Jazz lost to the Bucks last night, 133-99. to 99. You know, Jake, I think that Jazz fans
2: should be very, very optimistic about, uh, and, and I'll call it an addition to the team, even though technically it's not, it, 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 how great and how 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 much enthusiasm it should bring, Tony Bradley, second good game in a row. <laughs> I mean, what is going on with Bogdanovich and Mike Conley? Uh, the
1: the basket's out there somewhere, they just haven't been able to find it yet. There is nothing. I know. Uh, I know. Jazz Twitter got a little cranky uh, last night. I know <laughs> it's a there was preseason some people, game. Come it, on. It, it does not matter. In fact, the only thing of substance I learned last night was that Mike Conley can't guard Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> As they got, <laughs> well, he got switched onto him at least uh, once, and uh, I don't and think there are very many who can. It did not you know go particularly well no I, I'm, I'm not going to come on the air and say the jazz played particularly well but i they mean, sucked the, man let the way it is but there's nothing that you can read into it no. i i don't think it is you know mike conley didn't play particularly well bojan didn't play particularly well but milwaukee strangely was giving it everything they got in yeah. that first half when we just heard
2: that call from Locke. When when uh, the MVP is diving for a loose
1: ball in a preseason game, what does that tell you? I don't know that he's that it because it's not the smartest. Mike thing Conley
2: though for it too,
1: uh, but uh, uh, I mean Giannis going for that windmill dunk in the uh, in the third quarter. I mean he came down awkwardly. I yes. mean he he yeah I don't want to say hurt himself, but I I mean what's he even doing in the game at well, that point? Uh, so know, Milwaukee had an interesting an interesting. Look for the game. I, mean, I, I get it.
2: I get it. Now, there were Jazz fans. Were you getting a response on Twitter that was essentially saying, oh, man, Rudy Gobert should be playing. Joe Ingles should be playing. Yeah. So that they can put up what, what exactly what they're trying to be once the regular season starts. And then you see a play like that from Antetokounmpo, and you go, that's why dude's not playing. That's why right there. Right. So – if, if if he were if Giannis had gotten hurt on that play, man, I mean seriously, I mean something yeah. like uh, out two months. Can you imagine what the what the response to that would have the been? The
1: blowback would be ridiculous. Yeah.
2: And so it was frustrating watching that game because the Jazz aren't the Jazz without Rudy Gobert, and he. There were so many shots from uh, the Bucks at the rim that uh, Rudy may have affected, and I'm uh, fairly confident that he would have negatively impacted those shots as far as the Bucks are concerned but he didn't play and it was our first chance to see Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley together and uh, and Donovan played pretty well but Mike Conley just was uh, 0 for 6. I mean couldn't score a basket and neither could Bogdanovich and those are the two guys that brought the most Optimism for the improvement for the Jazz this season. Now, there are others as well, but those are the two main cogs, and neither one of them could score from the field. I mean,
1: what are you going to do with that? What you're going to do is you're going to ignore it and move on to the next game. They're also the, the two with the steepest learning curve. You know, keep yeah. that in mind. One thing about Rudy not playing last night is he played a lot over the summer. I mean, Rudy logged a lot of minutes. And so, so did Joe
2: Ingles. I mean, that's why I wouldn't play him.
1: You would guess to, to whip him into shape, they probably don't need a couple of preseason, uh, uh, preseason games by any means. And plus, Rudy, his role on the team. Rudy doesn't have any adjusting to do. You know, Rudy's Rudy's going to be there setting great screens, and Rudy's going to be rolling to the basket, and Rudy knows his fit. It's not any different, really, from last year. If anything, he just adds a tweak or two and is working on that in practice anyway. Mike Conley is going to play a totally different role than he's ever played while uh, during his career in the NBA, Bojan is maybe it's not as different as Mike, but it's still playing with different guys, We're relying on different guys, knowing your spots, and if they have an off night shooting, probably has something to do with they got a lot on their mind. Well, yeah, I mean it
2: doesn't mean anything. Last night's game doesn't mean anything other than this. It means that there is adjusting that's going on, and, and even which that, we knew anyway. Yes, doesn't mean anything. So. Did the Jazz suck last night? Yes, they sucked. Let's say it the way it was. They played horrible. They couldn't shoot the ball. It looked like their worst outings last season.
1: Well, 37.2% from the field is not terrific.
2: And so the guys who were brought in to help lift those percentages couldn't really do so last night. Preseason game doesn't count. Who cares? Watch these guys as they go forward. One thing I've noticed with Bogdanovich is he's being very aggressive when he gets... He's seeking the ball, and he's being aggressive with it. And he's kind of forcing it a little bit. Probably. Uh, But, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Nope. He wants to be involved. He wants to get a feel. He wants to be active uh, within the Jazz framework. And... And uh, he's just, he doesn't have his shot right now. I remember watching Jeff Hornacek go through periods where he was slumping from from the floor. Could he shoot? Yes. Did he miss a bunch of shots in a row on occasion? Yes, he did. It happens to these guys. These Both Mike Conley and Bogdanovich, both those guys are going to have a huge impact on the Jazz this
1: season. Don't worry about it, folks. It'll be all right. So not not too much to take from that game but milwaukee's gonna be good again yeah uh scotty and i had this discussion on on the pregame show is milwaukee pretty much the no-brainer pick out of the east this year as we talked about it i guess it depends on how much you you're thinking philly and yeah. liking what they did in the off season those but are, I, those I've are got, the two teams i've got the bucks as kind of i i think they're another notch above everybody else including philadelphia
2: well, they were awfully good last year, like you said. And they, they, there were a few slight changes, but on the whole, that team
1: is, is together. And Giannis is something special. Well, they've got the best defense in the league. Last year, they had the best defense in the league. And you've got a dynamic offensive superstar who, if he ever learns to really serviceably shoot the three-pointer, mm-hmm. will be the best player on the planet, Well, hands down. he
2: can play every position on the floor. Uh, even if it is positionless basketball nowadays, he can cover anyone. Wouldn't you like his chances about
1: just about any player in a league? Absolutely. Scotty, Scotty and I were talking about, can you imagine if he got his three-point percentage to just, we? I think we said the number at 33%, just serviceable. He'd be unguardable. He'd be unguardable. If he could, if he could get that number to the point where you can't just leave him wide open at three, uh, you would you would never stop him. Unless and, you guarded him with the whole team.
2: And you have to you have to appreciate his attitude too. This guy is an enthusiastic player who wants to play. He wants to play. He's got that mindset. You can tell. Oh yeah. He was uh, flexing after his first play. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jazz had no really I think if Rudy Gobert had been in the game it would have made a difference. <laughs> oh, certainly. But it was interesting to watch the other guys try to replicate some of the things Rudy does Uh, they just aren't as good at it right but they were trying to do those things because that's what Quinn is doing right now he's constructing this team trying to get guys to figure out how they can contribute and what the best things to do and how the Jazz prefer to go about their 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 attack and and the guys are, are are trying to get up to speed uh, I, again, I say it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what you saw last night. I, I think that they will get it together, and it's being put together piecemeal. Uh, guys are being held out on purpose, not because they're actually hurt uh, for rest purposes and things like that. It's well, like, okay.
1: Dante still. Well, up. yeah, Dante. But
2: you know, I'm talking about Rudy and Joe. Right. And so, I don't know. Uh, it, it was ugly. It wasn't fun to watch. Come well, on, Jake, as you were watching that game, you were probably, other than appreciating what Giannis can do on the court, and and, and Donovan had a few nice moments too, but on the whole, I mean, if you
1: hadn't been paid to, to watch that game, you probably might have headed out to the refrigerator for a while, right? Might have, but I, I, I do have to admit I enjoy watching Giannis dunk the basketball. Yeah, And just the physical dominance of that guy is... It's scary. It is, is pretty crazy. Did you
2: see that one play where he turned and absolutely put it down and it's just like, okay, if I'm playing defense on that, that would work. I'd be I'd be a little timid.
1: What am I go- what, what what am I supposed to do about that? <laughs> that right there.
2: You're supposed to pivot on the floor and run down on offense.
1: Yeah, there were there were a couple of plays where some guys like like Bojan on one particular play in the first half. He just he the way Scotty put it yesterday it was pretty funny. He made he made a business decision. Bojan did. He thought, "You know what? <laughs> you got that one. You're going to cut bait there That's, and move it's, on." It's game 2 of the preseason and I'm I'm going to go ahead and let you have that one. Have you ever cut bait? Uh, I have cut bait before. I'm not even sure what that means. Well, I'm slicing like squid or something like oh, cutting. Man, squid is such good bait Didn't you love fishing with squid uh, it, it felt like fishing
2: with whatever well it's just it, it, you just cut it out into squares and just
1: f- put it on the hook like that and it's neat clean and the fish love it all right we'll have more coming up straight ahead stay tuned live from Marley's gourmet sliders 975 and 1280 the zone <laughs> This
0: is DJ and PK. Lincoln Kennedy from the Pac-12 Networks.
2: My biggest criticism for the Utes is how they finish in the month of October. We've seen them have everything lined up right where they want, and then for some reason at the end of October, they fall apart, or they drop one or two games that most people thought that they would win. I think the bye week came at a very important time for them to get everything lined up and see where they are and refocus their agenda for the upcoming weeks. But now I want to see how they finish. Most notably, this game against Oregon State, I don't think they're going to have much of a problem. They should take care of business, but don't underestimate the beavers and don't take them lightly because if they beat you, then you're going to be sitting there licking your wounds like what happened? That's the biggest thing that I worry
0: about for the youth. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there on 975-1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. <laughs> 10th inning. Kelly set. Kelly's one strike pitch. Kendrick swinging a fly ball center field deep. Swinging a fly ball to center field. Bellinger going back. Swinging a fly ball center field deep. Way back at the wall and it's gone. Howie Kendrick has done it. They're going crazy in the Nationals dugout. A grand slam home run for Howie Kendrick. Seven to three, Nationals. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the
1: tenth inning of Game Five. The Nationals seven. The Dodgers three. Oh, that was awesome! Way to go, <laughs> Austin. That was great. Uh, band of the day today is Marley. Uh, Bob Marley in honor of Marley's, which is where we are. Marley's Gourmet Sliders coming out and see us uh, out here at the district. Uh, Band of the Day brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Is that uh,
2: the picture you were talking about, Jake?
1: Yes. Yeah. That's the picture I was talking about. I mean, doesn't it that picture is. tell the whole Kershaw it, it, story? It, it sure does. It's, a, it's amazing how pictures can do that. Yeah. Yep. All you got to do is take one look and you go, I understand everything that just happened. <laughs> and in the case of somebody who's that great, that's that's his legacy. You know, that's... That's he could be considered one of the greatest ever if he had postseason, you know, success like others, and he hasn't been able to do it. So I'm trying
2: to explain it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Now I understand that I've always had great respect for great athletes who perform great in pressure situations because I do understand. I've talked to enough doctors who say that your body actually does change under pressure, that the movements the uh, Endorphins, whatever, the stuff that cascades from your brain through your body that makes it work. Uh, so some guys just seem to be able to control that better than others. But this guy's too good. This guy's too good
1: to perform like that. Yep. Crazy. It, it, absolutely crazy. But the, the announcers... <laughs> Juxtaposed like that, that was brilliant. Did you hear how the disgust in the in the voice of the Dodgers uh, Austin, making that call?
2: I hate to do this, but can we hear that one more time? I mean that. Uh, uh, okay, it's uh, that's just too that's too beautiful. I mean, not that I'm rooting one way or the other, but I
1: just, it's just oh, I certainly was. <laughs> I you how do you do under pressure, Gordon? Um, do all right usually. You got a let's just say six foot putt for birdie.
2: Oh, well, that might be a different story. But uh, and
1: you've got you know your normal thousand dollars a round on with PK.
2: Anybody who uh, does what what we do for a living have done with PK. In PK's case, uh, writing on deadline is, uh, is something you got to get used to because the it's 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 not throwing a pitch it's not hitting a ball it's not hitting a putt but but you can have a breakdown between the years when the pressure is really really on let's give this a listen it's too sweet
0: tied at three 10th inning kelly set kelly's one strike pitch Swinging a fly ball center field deep kendrick swinging a fly ball to center field bellinger going back bellinger going back to the warning track to the wall it's a grand Way back at the wall, and it's gone.
4: Howie Kendrick has
0: done it. They're going crazy in the Nationals dugout. A grand slam home run for Howie Kendrick. Seven to three, Nationals. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the 10th inning of game five. The Nationals seven, the Dodgers three.
1: Well, the way the the Dodgers guy says, Howie Howie Kendrick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, A just grand classic. slam
0: home run for Howie Kendrick.
1: Now <laughs> <Howie> bum Kendrick <laughs> of all people. Oh man, that is uh, that is hilarious. Is that Joe Davis? For is Howie that Kendrick. Of...
3: Howie. No, that's uh, that's Charlie Steiner on the radio. Oh, that's Charlie oh. Joe's Steiner. Joe's on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Steiner, he's funny. <laughs> Howie for Howie Kendrick. Kendrick. <laughs> you know, the guy that couldn't hit when he was in the Dodgers uniform.
1: Oh, man. That is that is so funny. And, and just like that, the Nationals are moving on without Bryce Harper. Yep. Who? Meanwhile, he goes to the Phillies, and where is he right now?
2: He's, uh, He's cashing checks is where he is.
1: He's at home. He's cashing big checks. Clipping his toenails. Come on, you're not going to – And his you're old not team gonna, moves on. You're not going to bag on the guy for making f- nearly $400 million, are you? It's just like when the Jazz were moving on in the playoffs, beating Oklahoma City after or uh, <laughs> after losing Gordon Hayward. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. I'm not sure that he
2: did them dirty the way Gordon Hayward did. No, I don't think so. Different uh,
1: – different things, I suppose. Yes. So what happens now if the Astros get eliminated? Then we skip the World Series and give the title to the Yankees, unfortunately. <laughs> think,
2: is that what's going to go on here?
1: Oh, I don't want to see the Yankees win it either.
2: I mean, how many regular season games did the Astros win? Like 107, 109 or something like that?
1: Uh, I believe so, because they... Well, we'd have to go back, and yeah. back But yeah, uh, I mean, don't... just an incredible season. Oh, wow. These Game 5s. And... Uh, to kind of go a different direction on it. It's why I, I honestly miss the, the first round of the NBA being five games. You like the shorter series. It huh? does give you more randomness. Because in a seven-game series, more often than not, the best team is going to win. Which is usually what I'm looking for. I realize this. but Do you remember when they had best of three series? Well, how
4: long Didn't ago was that? that?
1: I don't think so. Huh. I don't remember that well, anyway. anyway. I always remember the best of five. I
2: do kind of like the randomness it does. Although... To, to put in a season's worth of work and then not have a best of seven to rearrange things or to catch up if things start out wrong or something weird's going on, I don't even know where the seven games came from. You know, I mean, you would think it would be from baseball uh, allowing all your starters to rotate through, but I think initially baseball was best of nine games.
1: Let's go back to that. <laughs>
2: Make the NBA playoffs even longer. Uh, and playoff baseball is terrific. It's, uh, you know, when you're watching regular season games, you're just at the ballpark, and you're talking to your friends or your family members, and you're, you're scarfing a few dogs, and you're just relaxing. You know, it's a great social atmosphere. But playoff baseball it just ratchets every it up, makes it uh, tense and exciting. But I do believe even Mr. Baseball... Prefers hockey playoffs to any other.
3: No, right no, 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 no. Baseball, baseball's one. As far oh, okay. as series postseason, a series postseason, baseball's king for me. Hockey is second. And then it goes NBA and then on and on.
2: So you don't like the single-game playoff
3: situation no, in no, the I, NFL? I do like it, but I'm talking series. I'm comparing series-based postseasons here. So okay, baseball, hockey, like, uh, uh, do, uh, basketball. Do you like
2: the series better than the single-game elimination?
3: I think we get the better team winning a series more often than not. Uh, I think in a single-game elimination, you don't always get the best team.
2: Jake, do you, like the, uh, do you like the intrigue of a series, or do you like the immediacy
1: of uh, one and done? Um that's an interesting question because I think the the formats fit the sports that that they have, right? I mean, I think college basketball, the the randomness of the NCAA tournament really suits college basketball,
2: right? How severely do you think things would have been altered with even a best of 3 series in college basketball? Oh, I think the, It would have It would have
1: rearranged A lot of situations Absolutely The Blue Bloods Would win Way more than they do Even now
2: Good point Yep
1: Yeah, I mean is Who did Valparaiso Famously beat uh, With Bryce Drew Yeah I can't remember uh, Georgetown? Now. Was it? I can't remember. But are they beating that team two out of three times? No. You know? Yeah. So it would take some of the. So, So again, the question becomes, do you like randomness or do you like the best team winning? Again, it depends on the sport. But with baseball, see, this is why I don't like the one-game wild card. Is baseball is a game all about series? Even in the regular season, you're playing, you know, four-game series with these teams because it is about the rotation and who pitches when, on how much rest, and you can't just do a one-off in baseball because the, the, the sport isn't built that way. I know. I hate that one-game wild card. It's too it. random. It's way too random for a sport that is not built for randomness. But you like the randomness of a best of five. But that has a little bit of randomness that, that I think intrigues it, right? A one game, that's, that's just too much. Whereas college basketball, you need the randomness because there's so many teams. Right. And so many teams that have an opportunity. And the Cinderella story is such a big deal. And everybody picking up sets in brackets is such a big deal. The randomness is what makes it popular. I I But how, now think about this. How interesting would the NFL be if it were series? Oh, it would be impossible. It but. would be, but wouldn't it kind of be cool, actually? Uh, Where you get the game plan for the same team again? I that think, never yeah, happens. I, but I think it would be redundant. How so? How, why isn't basketball redundant there or the NBA? Just because. I don't have a good answer for that. That's definitely becoming a drop, Austin. (laughs) Just Uh because I don't really have a good answer for that. (laughs)
2: That's the truth. (laughs) Okay. I remember one time there was a young fellow who was starting out in the radio business, and I did a show with him, and I asked, he, he came across with this strong opinion. Very strong, Jake. And I said, yeah, but why do you feel that way? And he goes, I don't know, just cuz. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's not a good enough reason. Just like mine right now. It's just how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> good point, Gordon. <laughs> Dynamite point. Maybe it's just because I love the NFL playoffs the way they are. Okay. And so I don't want to see that messed with.
1: You Okay, fine. Well, it, it, the whole system is not changing tomorrow because Jake Scott said something no, on the big show in no, Salt Lake but, City. Well, you know what I'm saying. But I, I think it would be cool to see NFL teams prepare for the same team again. I mean, yeah, but imagine the
2: adjustments you well, could Then make. what are you going to do? Go with the, the, the point total? You're going to do what soccer does? No, just do best. Do go, go with the, what do they call that? The cumulative or the, uh, what aggregate.
1: aggregate. Aggregate. Yeah. No, I'm saying best two out of three. That be, we'd be playing year round oh, it, I didn't say it was going to happen just said think that'd be kind of cool actually I, I, I like it the way it is want to remind you to join us coming up tomorrow from the warehouse we'll be at their brand new location out there in Orem on University Parkway so come on out and see us it's their grand opening uh, we'll have more coming up next week last time we, we were
2: there they brought in those good cookies man Those were good. Those Those, were really good. Those were a meal in and of themselves.
1: We have some jazz news for you next. Uh, Stay tuned. We're live at Marley's Gourmet Sliders right out here at the district, 114 South, 3561 West. Stay tuned. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
4: Successful or failure in the preseason,
0: 34-point loss, 80-point win. The bottom line is there's so many variables about a preseason game that just make it to where you can barely ever measure anything from it. Anything. I don't care if they missed all their shots. There are guys on the floor that are not going to be wearing the jersey.
3: What you need to look at is the reality of that moment. Preseason is you experiment, and sometimes you come out with an eight rookies played against the Milwaukee Bucks Mm -hmm. with the reigning MVP. By 34 in preseason. Mm -hmm. It's not about the win and loss. I know I wouldn't even be too concerned about how the team played because eight rookies played, and I don't think you'll ever see that again the rest of this season. Tony Parks
0: and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280, the zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5
1: 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Brought to you, as always, by our title sponsor, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on in all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. We are live today And Marley's Gourmet Sliders, 114 South, 3561 West, right out here at the district. Uh, real quick, Gordon. Jazz news, injury news uh, for the game on Friday. Uh, Everybody's going to be back except for Dante Exum, Emmanuel Moutier, who will both be out, and Juwan Morgan, who is uh, questionable. But uh, Rudy will play. Joe will play. Donovan will play. Mike Conley will play. Mojan Bogdanovic will play.
2: As I'm watching that game last night, I said to somebody sitting next to me, all these guys are going to play on Friday night. It was too sloppy. It was too disconnected for everybody not to be on the floor. They need to work? Yeah, they need to work. And I think they're going to be okay. I said it earlier. That was an ugly outing. Not uh, attractive at all. But uh, I don't think it's that much to worry about. I think the Jazz will be fine. But they do need to get these guys on the floor in a real sort of competitive setting. Doesn't count, obviously, but... You gotta, you gotta, you know, fine tune this before the games do. Uh,
1: yeah, they they do, and they've got time to do it. And we're gonna see, you know, um, more and more of these guys together. And obviously, starting with uh, with Friday night's game, which makes that even more intriguing. The, the question becomes: How long do you play them? Probably a yeah, half, we, just like, like we saw against Milwaukee. Don't is that you? enough time? Well, I mean, I think you've got two other preseason games after that, so it's going to be one of those processes, like, a where, bit by bit, where more, they play a little, a little bit, bit more.
2: more. Yeah, they they need it. They need some time refining, and uh, you know, Donovan had that nice showing, but then he was—you knew he wasn't going to play after that.
1: I know. That's why I was I was telling you uh, in the first segment. That's why I was surprised when Giannis came back in in third yeah. quarter for the the Bucks. That and really then to see me. him get dinged like that, yeah, it's like whoa! Wait a second. What are What are you doing there? Yeah. How much do you
2: need to see at this point?
1: Yeah, I saw Nigel Williams-Goss pull off the the warm up uh, right before the second half began, and I thought, yep, that's yep. that's it for for those guys.
2: Yeah, uh, teams that are are a little more cohesive from last year's experience you know you you don't need to see a whole lot of Giannis right now no team is together the guys know how to play together but the jazz half the team is new right so they, they definitely are in a different situation
1: all right coming up next we're going to talk some oregon state beaver football with ron callen he covers the sidelines uh, for the broadcast. We'll get the lowdown on Oregon State and specifically that offense, which has found way at times, Gordon, to be a little potent. We'll ask uh, Ron what's going right for the beavers and maybe what's going wrong defensively because that of course is going to be an issue for them uh, but we're live at marley's gourmet sliders coming on out and join us we still have jazz gear although it's going quick so uh, would recommend you get out here soon 114 south 3561 west and of course our good friend keaton joins us once again come out for the sliders man come out and get fed no better way to do it
4: yeah now's a good time we're ready for you
1: how has the response been moving into uh, to Salt Lake County? Because you guys have been a mainstay down there in Linden at uh, Tampadoga's Harley-Davidson. I bet you've got a, a great reception up here.
4: Yeah, for a long time people have been asking us to move up north. We have a lot of commuters and stuff that have come into Linden for years, but we've been trying to get up in this area, so yeah, a lot of excitement. We're excited and people thank us all the time down in linden
1: now does the the taste for sliders from the utah county resident differ from the salt lake county resident so far it seems to be the same okay favorites are the favorites is there
2: something that you would recommend
4: that uh, our listeners should sample when they come in i mean i know we keep saying the same thing but i tell everyone to get the handsome rob and shoestring fries it's the go-to. You can't go wrong with that one. But the beauty
1: of the slider, Gordon, is that you can go with the handsome Rob, and then you can experiment yes. from there. You know, yes. you can branch out. You mix and match. Maybe go with the pastrami Lex or something along those lines to, you know, mix it up. Mix it up. But you can. You know what I mean. You can afford to take a risk <laughs> because you're not committing to a half-pound uh, burger. Or no, some sort. you can. You can uh, branch out. And of course, you guys do chicken sandwiches too.
4: Yep. Our Mick is super popular. That one's Chicken Bacon Ranch. We have a fried chicken one. But yeah, like you said, try them all. Get a few.
1: And if you mention the zone when you buy a slider, you're going to get a free order of shoestring fries. So take advantage of it. Thanks, Keith. The shakes aren't bad. Yeah, the shakes are great. Mm -hmm. Can't mention the shakes enough, actually. It's
4: about time that we get you guys some dinner, I think. All right. I
1: like where your mind's at. (laughs) All right. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.
0: This is this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Cougar Preview Show,
2: Will Snowden. We've seen over the years African American influence on BYU's football team, but we have not seen the African American influence at the quarterback position. Jaron Hall is the first African American quarterback to play at BYU. This is a big deal.
0: This is something that should be celebrated. And I get the feeling that people get uncomfortable about us celebrating that. It's like, oh no talk about that. It doesn't matter, we don't care. He's a football player. Yeah, we know we don't care. I think it shows where BYU really is. We are known for having great quarterbacks who put up great numbers. And I think this is huge for not only BYU, but the whole state of Utah, the church. It's awesome because now kids who are watching BYU will say, oh, wow, look at that Jaren Hole. <laughs> it's a different look than we've ever seen, so that's exciting. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.